buying gyms, buying out partners, and buying more gyms. Mike Turnquist has done it all, and he'll tell his tale on this edition of Two Brain Radio. I'm Mike Workington, your host. Please hit subscribe and like wherever you are watching or listening. Mike Turnquist is in the land of wineries and olive groves, Paso Robles on the central California coast, which is beautiful. He's had an interesting path to running two gyms, and we're going to hash it out today. So, Mike, how are you doing? I'm having a great day, Mike. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm good. Where are you right now? It looks like you got some work going on. I am in our newest gym, Atascadero CrossFit, and uh, which is just finishing up the construction, waiting on the rogue truck. Um, it should be on its way here really soon. Then we can load it up with beautiful, beautiful equipment and <laughs> uh, get some fitness going. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be Christmas in March for you when that truck rolls up. Uh, what does Atascadero mean? Atascadero means, uh, the translation is mud hole, um, which is, it's really interesting. It's a town I grew up here, so I'm allowed to make fun of it. Um, yeah, a little, little small town, about 30,000 people and, uh, yeah, means mud hole. It's funny. Cause I saw somewhere, uh, the affiliate name popped up and I was doing some Googling and I remember someone saying, do they know what that means? And I was like, they do. <laughs> yes, we do. All right. So let's talk about this. I want to talk about your current situation. How many gyms do you own? And when did you begin ownership of each one? Bring me up to speed. Yeah. Uh, currently own two, two CrossFit affiliates. And uh, it's always been a dream to own a gym. Uh, I've always just been fascinating, fascinated by it. And uh, when I got into it, it was just like, okay, let's, let's, let's spread this out. Let's, let's, uh, you know, leverage it and see, you know, grow grow this company and uh, open up multiple locations. Because what that can, in theory, do is double, triple, quadruple, you know, uh, your revenue. And um, yeah, the goal is not to, to grind for the rest of my life, but to own some businesses. So uh, way back, uh, been in the real estate sales, uh, residential sales for over 20 years, got into that really, really young and uh, found CrossFit in 2011 at a Globo gym. Hey, old school, uh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, this was my 10th open that we did and, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's come a long way. So just been, you know, seeing what fitness and health has done for me personally. Um, you know, I used to be well North of 300 pounds and just, did you really? Miserable. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, just, wow. You know, and was one of the people that just said, Oh, it runs in my family. My whole family's overweight and blah, this is just my destiny, but it's, it's absolutely not true. Um, and I, you know, just fell in love with CrossFit and I've always been an entrepreneur, always been a business owner. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a, you know, regular day job. Um, it's, it's been decades. So, you know, when I started, I helped my friend, open CrossFit Ergo. Uh, we went from the Globo gym, they opened their own gym and then we moved over to, to CrossFit Inferno. And then, uh, oh, Bill Grundler's place. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Bill's a buddy. Yeah. I love Bill. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it was a really good start and my buddy decided to open his own gym and I'm like, Hey, I'll help you out. You can't barely turn your computer on. Let me, you know, <laughs> let me help you out with membership software and, and marketing and, and little things there. And it was a real, you know, we just did it as a trade. I got a key to the gym and, you know, pretty typical stuff. He you sure went, some protein supplements. Or? Yeah. He went along and, and, uh, you know, decided to go a different route 
and uh the you know the it's some one of the coaches was like hey uh we're kind of afraid that we're going to come in monday morning and the place is going to be empty like no email no nothing and luckily that didn't happen but one of the coaches kind of twisted my arm and was like hey you've been talking about this you'd be great buy the gym please we, okay. we we love it here we want you know so um after a 5 30 a.m class another member hit me up and said hey i think you're uh, i heard you're you're looking to buy ergo crossfit ergo and i said yeah and he's like you need a partner and i'm like well you got money let's go right so uh his name was steven and to be honest with you crossfit ergo would not exist without him it was a a really good partnership. Um, nice. We had, as far as partnerships goes, he brought in a lot of capital, um, a lot of insight to business. He's uh, owns a couple of really high end businesses himself, and I ran the operations, and it went like that really, really well. We didn't step on each other's toes. We just, uh, you know, got Ergo to to go where it was going to go. But the plan was he was a short term part of it. You know, he knew it was my passion. And it, you know, owning a gym wasn't really in, in his long-term vision, but he didn't want it to go away either. So ended up, uh, buying him out, uh, shoot, it's coming up on a year, um, that, that, that happened. And I kind of understood that I'm going to need some help. So a few months before that, I secretly hired uh, two brain business, um, <laughs> as, as a mentor and I paid for it out of my pocket. I didn't run it through the gym. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to have to explain that big cost to him. Um, and fair, but I'll it. still slap your hand for not putting it through the business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was like, it was, he wouldn't have seen it as an investment. Like I did. That's fair. Cause he's getting out too. I get it. He, you yeah. know, so, you know, and it just, and it all happened all at the same time. I just, uh, my, my mentor, Greg, Gosh, another guy that if he wasn't in my life, CrossFit Ergo wouldn't exist. This is Greg Stroud, uh, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nice. And uh, the the great thing about Greg is when I was you know watching the videos of who who should you pick for your mentor, Greg happened to be the first one I watched. And I'm like, that's my guy. And I watched two other ones, and I just was like, nope, that is my guy. You just know. That's and, great. Yeah. You know, in during ramp up. <laughs> He, he, it's like, he saw me and he's like, if I put too much plate on your plate, you're going to do, try to do everything and you'll get nothing done. And he saved me from overwhelm and he just had me little baby steps along the way. And we ended up going from 9,000 in revenue, which was losing money at the time. Um, and then late last year we hit 30,000. So in the course of one year, we had tripled revenue. Now, I wish it had stayed, you know, at that linear path, but, you know, business. There's a bit of COVID going on there too and some other strange things in that period. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we ended up tripling revenue and and it it's just been fantastic. The members are loving it. Everybody's loving it. And uh, it I started paying myself you know, Hey, congrats. That's it. You know, following the, the profit first model, which, you know, really works. It sounds weird at first. Uh, but when you start breaking it up and my bank, tried to talk me out of it. They're like, you don't need all these. And I was like, Nope, I'm going to do it. And, uh, it just had a really good trajectory. So 
Let me interrupt you, Mike, for one sec. Listeners, if you want to see the Profit First model, we have John Briggs in our show archives. Profit First for Micro Gyms is designed to teach you what this is. The short version is you pay yourself first before the gym eats off your expenses, then you push yourself to create the money you need to get the gym to cover its sheet. All right, go ahead, Mike. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to make sure people know what they're getting into there. Yeah. I- owning a gym is, is a passion project for most people, for but you're not going to do it for free forever. Yep. You just, you won't, you're, you, you will catch up and it'll hit you like a, like a ton of bricks. So getting paid every single month is really cool. That's awesome. Um, Especially when you create yeah, it yourself, right? So, yeah. Um, so to back up when I first started with Greg, I said, Hey, Greg, you know, I, I don't know if it was Jason Kalipa or whatever, just like owning all these other gyms. I was like, I want to, expand. I want to, you know, get things going and then move on. And, and so owning multiple gyms was always part of the plan. So now the story of Atascadero CrossFit, um, Atascadero CrossFit was opened up by another Inferno coach, uh, Dustin and Curtis, they opened this up in 2012, I believe again, as a passion project and, uh, Dustin's an, an L1, uh, seminar staff and, and, um, uh, Virgil, Dustin I've Virgil. I've met him, but I know the name now. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just a good dude, you know, just a super good dude. And he ended up selling it to another guy. Um, we're all, we're all former Inferno guys, you know? And, uh, so he ended up taking it over, letting the, uh, CrossFit affiliate expire and merged it in with his, uh, other gym in San Luis Obispo called Headstrong. So it became headstrong instead of Atascadero CrossFit. But the cool part is none of the, the building never changed. The signage never changed. And I kept hitting him up, you know, every couple of months. Hey, you know, I would love to take over that. I don't know if it's a problem or whatever. I, you know, things are going really good. And he kept saying, nope, got big plans, got big plans. And three months ago by, I'd hit, shoot him another text. He said, nope, I'm going to keep plans. I said, okay, great. And, uh, come December, his big plans came to fruition and he bought a big giant globo gym next to a big grocery store and a retail uh, store. Is, is this Dustin or the, so, it- no, this is the other okay, guy. Yeah yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. And in the meantime, Dustin's been a member at, at our first okay, gym. I got you. There we go. yeah. yeah. So like he was moving out of the space. And, um, me and Dustin had just been talking and he'd be like, dude, it'd be really cool to, to, you know, reopen ACF. And, uh, so when he moved out, I nabbed up the building and I said, Dustin, I got the building with your blessing. Can I rebuild ACF? And, uh, he said, yep. So he's super excited about it. The the community is super excited to bring it back. And, um, yeah, so that's how we came up with the tagline ACF reborn. Um, and we ended up naming the LLC ACF reborn. It's kind of just a, a really cool story. And when the word got out, Dustin's phone was blown up. Hey, I heard ACF's coming back. So, um, yeah, so it's really, really kind of fun to take that legacy and that reputation that he built and honor it and make sure that I don't tarnish it. Like it, my friendship with him really means a lot yeah. to, to me. And uh, the last thing I want to do is disappoint Dustin. I mean, it sounds cheesy, but it's a, it's a really cool story and it, it, it makes it, uh, makes it, you know, worth it, you know? So this gym, 
this gym that you're in right now. So this, uh, this was the building. This was the same building that it's always same building. Been. Yep. But when, so you only had to acquire the building, not buy the gym, right? Cause that was a Tascadero cross. Correct. So yeah, I, it, yeah. it was okay, basically cool. a bank blank slate. They took the floor, they took the equipment, you know, all that was left was that mural that's sitting behind me, you know, uh, I uh, repainted it. Move to the side. Yeah. Let's see it. So right there. Ooh, look at that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So what's really cool is it's just, um, it was, it was a blank slate and reaffiliated. Okay. And once I got the blessing from CrossFit, you know, we relaunched. Okay. So now I got to figure this out. So you've got Ergo is, uh, you've got that going nicely. You know, you three X revenue and you said, you know, it's, it's not one of those sick or uh, linear things where it's like now at 90 grand a month, but like we talked about this entrepreneurship is always that series of like a little bit forward, a couple of steps back and then a big jump forward and so forth. So we're working in good shape there. You got it to a place where you were comfortable then you go and you're going to start location two. How far away is it? Uh, about 15 minutes. Okay. So not too it's far. It's right on the cusp of what where people to... will drive to, you, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So now what's the, so how does this work now? How are you going to split your time? How are you going to like manage both locations? Are you going to share staff members? Like what's the plan to get this second one to the space where? Early? Yeah. So what's really exciting is Greg has helped me build up uh, my coaching staff at Ergo. It was just me and two original coaches. And uh, so just followed the steps and I no longer coach, um, you know, an emergency, I'll step in and whatever. I'm just handling the operations and the marketing and the sales. So I do all the no sweats and, you know, uh, handle the staff. So purely management role. Um, and so our staff is super excited about the new gym because we all know it. We all know we see Dustin every morning, you know, it's like, um, so they're really excited to split time, get more hours, more coaching. Maybe they're super excited about new equipment. I don't know. Uh, but everybody's, <laughs> Everyone is, yeah, yeah. everybody's on the same, same wavelength and they're really excited to coach here and coach there. I'll probably coach a little bit too, uh, just to kind of get it, rocking and rolling um you know but uh eventually it's just going to be hey i just want to do you know do the no sweats for both gyms and then i'll you know bring on a, a general manager that does the sales and step out and then location number three wherever that may be okay and, okay so you sorry to interrupt you i gotta i'm gonna ask you about sales knowing that you were in uh, real estate so we'll get back to that in a little bit but uh what i really wanted to ask you about in that situation so you're sharing some staff right away. Are memberships going to share no. as well? No, these are okay. specifically so going to be two separate companies um, so that, you know, if I ever, hey, I'm not interested in this one, I can sell it off as an asset. So they're not tied together. Nice. Yeah. Clever. I like it. Now with, uh, with that model, have you, so are you going to start with zero members or what's your plan for the grand opening? And when's the date of this one? I have one member. Yep. So far, um, we're, we're doing our founders club and, uh, that was my next question. You yep. made me do it. Nice. So, uh, I just, I started marketing probably three or four days ago and the leads are just kind of rolling in and, and, Beautiful. uh, you know, calling them all. And I've got no sweats set up through the week. So it's going to happen. Mm. The rogue truck should show up. Uh, it should leave Ohio on the 23rd. And that mm. puts us, you know, first week of April, if we rush and put it all together, which you know, it should only take a couple of days to get through all the cardboard. Um, so we're looking first week of April. 
Okay, so we're in good shape. So Listers Founders Club is a plug and play plan that Two Brain has for gyms to start like open on day one with members. And I think the record is like 94 or something like that might, that might even have been beaten, but it was at 1.94. So Jim opened on day one with 94 paying members, which is incredible because I think when I opened, I think I had 6,000 square feet and I think I had eight. Yeah. <laughs> and it, uh, it was rough. <laughs> it's stressful. Uh, Ergo is kind of funding a lot of it. Uh, yeah. But uh, another like epiphany moment is Chris's book, Start a Gym came out the day that I was meeting with the landlord. Oh, hallelujah, like it, let it, it rain. Yeah. Showed up and I'm like, okay, <laughs> what I don't need anything else. You know? Yeah. Okay. And listeners, if you want to take a peek at, I'll give you a tip. There are free resources. Go to startagym.com. You will find some free Founders Club resources you can download right now without even buying the book. And if you want to buy the book, I recommend you do it. You can do it on that site too. It's startagym.com. The Founders Club is a huge, huge deal because your first goal when you open a gym is to get to break even. Second goal is profit, but break even first. And if you get members ahead of time, your stress will go way down. So you're, let me tell me, Mike, have you got the whole Founders Club just planned, just lined up and ready to roll now? Yeah, I'm just following it to the T. I, Greg has taught me, don't, don't question it. Don't overthink it. Just execute. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, we have the Founders Club all ready to go. We, you, you know, set up the landing pages through GLM yep. and uh yeah, the marketing is is fairly the same as as the two brain marketing course. You know, just it's plug and play. Okay, so this is cool. Are you doing anything like in the Founders Club? There are a couple of variations where you could like you know include like T shirts and things like that. Is there anything special that you're doing that's very like a Tascadero for the Founders Club? Uh, we have a really orange T shirt because as yeah. you can see, uh, Tascadero's yep. colors are orange and gray. And um, yeah, we just offering supplements and kickstart sessions, and yep. then if you one thing I kind of changed was if you prepay for three months ahead of time, you get our nutrition challenge. Um, okay, cool. You know, so it was just kind of like, how can we triple the income here? And, you know. Yeah, get, get some money in the bank earlier. I, yeah, I get it. And what you're doing there is you're creating a, a valuable package. Chris has always been adamant that you don't discount your rates because if you offer discounts at the beginning, you have to find that many more clients. But if you package some things together, you know, like a free nutrition seminar, things like that. All of a sudden you can create like $500 of value to a client who can sign up on the spot, gets you some cash and get some members. And then the best part about this is that your founders club members become your best marketing tool because then you use the two brain affinity marketing guide, talk to them, get their friends and family and go from there. So I'm sure Greg's talked to you about that too. Yep. He sure has. (laughs) Greg is checking all the boxes. I love it. I love it. So it, it, what are the main challenges to a Tascadero right now? Is is it just waiting for the trucks to come in and doing the renos or is there anything else that like you, in the startup phase is tough? Yeah, it's uh, I, I've been doing most of the work myself and just with a couple of volunteers. I, I subbed out some electrical and, and uh, some drywall work, uh, but we built a uh, no sweat intro room um, that wasn't here and good place to do in bodies and things like that. But yeah, it's just the waiting game. You know, I would have, yeah, I would have, yeah. you know, pushed the construction faster. It's kind of nice to be a little lax on the timing, but like, uh, I want that equipment. I want to open, I want to start training, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know what? You just go out there and get a couple of rocks and put them in there and yeah. start teaching classes to deadlift. <laughs> it's been done. I think in some places, let me ask you this. So you just mentioned your no sweat intro room. I'm pumped about this. What have you learned 
at the other place doing no sweat intros and consultations. And how does that sync up with your experience selling, you know, what I'm guessing are probably million dollar properties? It, it is, uh, it's a different product. So instead of selling, you know, 500 million dollar product, you're, you're selling, you know, $200, $1,000 stuff. But the core concept is exactly the same. It's listening, finding out what makes them tick, what they want, and then providing the solution to them. And uh, it, it, the, the fundamentals of sales, it, when you do it this way, when you, I, I say when you do it right, um, are exactly the same. So it wasn't hard for me to be like, oh, cool, I got to sell gym memberships now. You, you know, here, tell me, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. And you keep digging deep. Um, and then it's, it's really not a, a salesy. It's not, you don't really have to close. It's like you're, you've, you already know and believe you have the answer to their problem. You just don't know what their problem is, or maybe they don't know what their problem is yet. So that's that motivational interviewing, you know, why, why, why is that important? Right? Yeah. And it's just been, it's been, um, just a couple of shifts, a couple of tweaks, you know, um, managing, you know, the, the expectations and, uh, it hasn't been a very hard transition. When you sold back in the day before you were doing the two brain stuff, and did you use a consultative process like that? Or did you just do what we all did back in the day in CrossFit? Just like, hey, come to a friend, throw up and maybe sign up? <laughs> we did a couple of, yeah, a little bit, but that included like this horrible assault bike workout. And then Ooh, good, even yeah. before that, <laughs> it, it was just like, hey, come try a free week. Sure. And, you know, we all know if they come and maybe they do one or two, but then you never see them again. Go to yoga for a free week and then they're all, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, our onboarding has completely changed and it continues to change and get better and better and better. Um, and as far as I know, we're the only gym that actually has onboarding and I, it's a market separator big yeah. time. Yeah. I and don't even actually, sorry, we, we, we know like with data at two brain that the, the, the better job you do at onboarding in the first 90 days, the longer that client will stay with you, right? You might get the occasional person to still drop off. That happens. But the more effort you put in the first 90 days, the, the longer your length of engagement, which is one of those huge metrics leg, as we call it, combine that with arm average revenue per member, and that's revenue, right? So that's what we're looking at. How fast do you think that you can get this gym spun up to where you want it? That's a huge question because I the, the idea Chris and I have talked about this all the time. Once you have entrepreneurial entrepreneurial experience, and especially as a gym owner, you should be able to replicate that success at another location faster than the first time. But some people don't have that because they get overwhelmed and get pulled in two directions and so forth. So what how do you avoid that? And how fast can you get this spun up? I think you avoid that with your your systems. And mm. you know, your SOPs, like if you, yeah, yeah. and that, that is one thing that I wish I had spent more time in the beginning is finalizing my SOPs and in, in this, cause they're, they're still not done all the way, but we have, you have to systemize. And then once it's systemized, you can leverage it. Um, you can teach it to a staff and then there's that, you know, that whole transition period of like, they can't do it as good as me. Um, until you realize these people are better than you at a lot of things. Um, yeah. So like my coaches, they're way better coach. I have no business coaching, right? Our, our <laughs> it's a good feeling, right? The girl who does our social media, our joy girl, she is way better at social media and all sorts of stuff. She's our party planner. You don't want me part planning the parties. 
you know, she ra- <laughs> she basically ran our whole intramural open and everybody's like, this was so great. I'm like, that's Marley. I had, you know, I just write her checks that she did. She did it all. Give her all the praise. And, uh, yeah, just finding the right staff and systemizing it. And then you can feel comfortable spending time elsewhere. And you, yeah. they've made a couple comments that were like, you're not here anymore. I'm like, I know I'm doing floors, <laughs> uh, it, you know, but, uh, it's allowed me to come here and spend time in the new gym launching that. You know, it's going to be music to Chris Cooper's ears because he's a systems guy. He loves that stuff. And I just actually spoke to a, another gym owner this morning, uh, Dane McCarthy in New York. He's another touring guy. Uh, he was saying that getting systems in place was one of the most important things that he did at his gym. So I'll ask you this is, is Greg going to grind you to get that playbook done and get everything finished? He, it, it comes back. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, finish this SOP. And, and it's, it's, it's not the systems. That's the hard part. It's the documenting the system. Oh, I know. Right. Cause it, you could just do it in the time that you would take to write it down. It's a pain yeah. in the ass, but yeah. Yeah. But, but spending the three or four times longer, the first couple of times to do it, to document it is, is well worth it. Well worth it. Cause then you can just take that. I think that's what a lot yeah. of people missed. Yeah. And I think that's what people missed back in the day is like a lot of gym owners in the early days were racing to get that second location. They would just open it without a single system or a playbook or anything like that. No policies, no procedures. You know, we were taking money with the envelope on the wall and stuff like that, right? That doesn't replicate. But then you look at a business like McDonald's, they've replicated that with a rubber stamp all around the world because they have those systems and procedures and whether or not they're serving healthy food doesn't matter. They know how to create a system like nobody's business. And that was my first, uh, first job at a high school, right? So future is looking bright at Atascadero. Ergo, how much time are you going to plan to spend there now? So is it going to be just like checking once in a while? You got a manager there? I, I think I think probably maybe like a 40-60 split. I, you yeah. know, that's that's my baby. That's you know, it's three minutes yeah. from my house. So um yeah, that's that's where I have my real estate office, you know. <laughs> it's it's in the in the back of the gym. So yeah. Still do some selling? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Nice, right on. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this now, someone who's thinking about doing that second location, what would you advise? Them? What can you tell them that like the thing that you're sure about that would help them out? Make sure you have a lot more reserves than you think you need. Um, you know, cause you, you can never estimate every little thing um, that you are we talking cash or energy ca- cash both? and energy. Yeah, actually mm-hmm. both because it's, it, it's going to be harder than you think it will be. Um, and you have to have a support system because I, I tell you what, there's, there's many a days I've left this place. I've made a horrible mistake. This is going <laughs> to, you know, this is going to, you have these highs and lows and, yeah. and uh, then, then the rent comes due and you're like, okay, this was a mistake. I still have zero members, you, mm-hmm. you know? So you're going to go through these waves. Um, so I'd say have a support system and have extra cash and make sure your SOPs are done. Make sure, you know, your, your sec, mm-hmm. your first gym can run without you. Make sure that it can survive a vacation, like go on vacation, test it, you know? Yeah. Chris has talked about that. That's a big one. I think a lot of people, they try to open that second gym with the other one, just, you know, kind of teetering on that plate. And then they step away and the plate falls as opposed to getting it like a surplus. We'll call it, like you said, a surplus of like, you know, profitability and stability at that other gym where, you know, this top is going to keep spinning while you get the other one moving. Let me ask you this. If you go for gym three, would you start a new one or would you look at buying an existing? 
Uh, you know, I consider both. I think there's okay. pros and cons to each one. I think when you buy an existing gym, like we did the first time you have revenue coming in, like you, you got some problems, uh, you know, maybe you got to deal with, with junky equipment or just things that aren't the way you want it. Um, but when you start fresh, you can do it the right way from the start, uh, with no revenue. So it kind of goes both ways. Um, is it easier to fix bad habits or fix, you know, we had a lot of a big turnover when things started to change because the members aren't used to it. Like, no, it's been this way forever. Yeah, like yeah. we don't want coaching. We don't want this and that we don't what now you're giving us levels. Like, no. Yeah. So there's a kickback when you start to, to change things. Um, so that, but then again, having zero members from the start with a bunch of bills is it, it just depends which one, which one feels better at the time? I guess there's pros and cons. Yeah, so you're not you're not on either side. You got to you you would you did like a good business person would evaluate both of them at the time because I know there are some people that are adamant about I would only start another gym and uh, other people are like I would only buy another gym. I talked to uh, a guy in Utah who's bought six of them and he will he buys existing ones and they have to be I believe he said they have to he likes unprofitable ones because he turns them around fast, which is fascinating and scary for me but that's how he rolls chris cooper on the other hand prefers he if he was going to do a second gym he would prefer to start from scratch or buy an audience of a gym and probably get rid of just about you know a lot of the policies and procedures and so forth so he'd be looking to buy that audience which is like the people that are listening to that gym speak so it's interesting i'm going to be curious when you get the gym three what you'll uh, what you'll end up doing okay maybe you'll have me back on <laughs> I would love to. I want to thank you so much for being here today, Mike. I'm going to let you get back to uh, laying your uh, laying your flooring there and wish you all the best of luck in this. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was Mike Turnquist on Two Brain Radio. I'm your host, Mike Workington. For more shows like this and advice from Two Brain founder, Chris Cooper, please subscribe for more episodes. And if you're on YouTube, please hammer that like button too right now. Do it with my thanks. Now, here's Chris Cooper with a final word. Thanks for listening to Two Brain Radio. If you aren't in the Gym Owners United group on Facebook, this is my personal invitation to join. It's the only public Facebook group that I participate in, and I'm in there all the time with tips, tactics, and free resources. I'd love to network with you and help you grow your business. Join Gym Owners United on Facebook. 